The following contest is scheduled for one fall with a 60-minute time limit. Making their way down the aisle, Carlos, Mark, Nick, and Remy, the Entrance Ramp Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entrance Ramp Podcast. I am your host, Nick Vega, alongside my co-host, Mark Lindsay. Hey everybody, how are you today? And Carlos Rodriguez. Oh, hey guys. Oh, God. (laughs) That always right. happens to you, Carlos. I know, it's so weird, you guys. We you guys always catch you live. off guard. <laughs> While I'm drinking Terramana tequila. Mm. Next time, just have a sign on your cup that says, please sponsor me. <laughs> yeah, if he sponsors us, that'd be awesome. Well, you already had a retweet or a like, so you know. <laughs> um, so first things first, last night we had two major uh, pay-per-views or special shows, whatever you want to call them. We had Fighter Fest for AEW, and we had the Great American Bash showing up on NXT. So we'll just dive right into Fighter Fest, since that was the more, uh, you know, pre-planned show. NXT was kind of rushed together. You know, the following week, it became the Great American Bash. Um, if you guys want to see the results, you know, go on to our YouTube page, and you can check out Mark's results from night one. So night Wednesday two. Wednesday night mark out, episode <laughs> one. Yeah, episode one, baby. Um First things first, we'll talk about Brian Cage and John Moxley. They will not be on this card. They will be on uh, Fight of the Fallen, which is very odd. We were just discussing before we got on air uh, to have two pay per views back to back, three nights, three Wednesday nights in a row, where it's a special event pay per view type of deal. First, let me just ask you: Is that weird? Yep. Uh, yeah, it is. I just you know, the only thing I was I don't know why we were talking about this a little bit before we started filming, but I don't know why I can't think of it. When was Fight for the Fallen last year? Uh, it was in July, was it? Was it too far from? Because like, I think was, I think I think Fighter Fest was first, and then and it Fight was for in the June, Fallen. right? Yeah, was Fighter Fest in June. Yeah, I feel like Fight that, of the that, Fallen was in September. Was it? No, I, 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 I don't think so, man. Right? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, while we're talking, I I don't know why it just popped in my head. I was like, you know what? Was that it before? It was. It was July. It was July. Okay, so then. Oof. Fighter Fest was in June, right? Because that's when CEO was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I guess it, I guess so it, it is around the same timeline. It's just kind of closer together. It being yeah, in July. I mean, yeah, it's just three nights in a row as opposed. To, I mean, that's a great point. I didn't even think about last year. I felt like, as you can see, I thought it was in September. I thought it was yeah. much further out. But still, Mark, you said it was just as weird. Any, any, you want to jump into that or just? Yeah, well, it was, it was, uh, it. You know, one thing we had this time that we didn't have last time was TV. Uh, so the fact that yeah. we are watching Dynamite every Wednesday and they're putting on two hours of quality content on TNT, it kind of makes you think that if they had a Fighter Fest or a Fight for the Fallen on Bleacher Report Live, it would seem like a bigger deal. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, not so much a pay-per-view because it's free, but mm-hmm. not on TNT Dynamite when you're, you know... This would have been the perfect opportunity to give us Dynamite and a Saturday Night Show. They could have taped it. We, they've been fantastic with keeping the spoilers a secret. So they could have taped it and it aired it Saturday Night, but it would have been a different feel, you know, like a big time feel. Um, right. And that's that's the only thing I have with it. If and then last night making that announcement, a great promo by Taz, and we found out that July fifteenth it will be Cage versus Moxley. That was a great promo. I actually had that on the docket for new stuff because uh, that really ruffled the feathers of WWE brass today after yeah, hearing of the, their promo. 
definitely um, did. So, so, so next week is is Futterfest Night Two, yeah. uh, which they're taping tonight. Uh, quick rundown of that show: We're gonna see the Lan- uh, Lance Archer take on Joey Janela. I can't believe I- I- I'm actually interested in seeing that match after what they've done <laughs> the last couple weeks. It started last week with um, the Lumberjack match between Wardlow and Luchasaurus. Lance Archer great. and Joey Janela got into it, and then last night they got into it just. Because, you know, it's AEW and, you know, let, let, let's push that storyline. Um, <laughs> apparently, Nyla Rose is going to make an appearance. She has a huge announcement. Um, curious to see what that's going to be. I doubt it's that she's pregnant. Um, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Brody <laughs> Lee and Colt Cabana. Now, Colt Cabana is being part of the, um, you know, he's kind of being interspersed with the Dark Order here. Yeah, although we haven't heard officially that he's Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll be taking on SCU, which is kind of a nice, you know, full circle because SCU took on Dark Order back at Revolution in February. We all thought Daniels was the exalted one, and you know, just it's nice to go back to SCU and Dark Order. They they have a history. Um, of those matches so far, do any of them really excite you the way that last night's show excited you? Um. um. Yeah, I, I, I'd say, honestly, for me, watching Lance Archer beat up Joey Janela is going to be interesting because if the, I think that's the route they should go. I think they should go him, destroying him and building him up as a monster. Um, he lost a little luster with that Cody match for me because Cody had another match the, the next week with, um, who was that, with uh, Jack Perry. And, you know, he got busted open, and it was just a, a much more intense match, and you thought it was going to be... Um, more intense between Archer and Cody, and it just wasn't. So I, I think that this that was that's the one that excites me the most. Well, and, and, well, and, and also remember that Jake Roberts got the heat versus Lance Archer. Jake right. Roberts was the one that abused Brandy, humped right. Brandy, and then Lance Archer is just standing there like, "Yo, I'm the talent. <laughs> yeah, I'm the right. one that's in the ring." <laughs> right, right. And also, Mike right, Tyson. I need to get the heat. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, those matches don't necessarily like excite me. What excites me are like the other matches that we got revealed, well, where like Kenny Omega. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get yeah. there, Carlos. I'm gonna run it oh, down. God. Yeah. <laughs> but, listen. Tequila you, you have you have potentially. Well, let's see here. You have potentially two, well, three big main events. Uh, yeah. uh, like you mentioned. Last night, with their victory over best friends, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page will take on Private Party uh, for the AEW Tag Team Championship. And if you watch my show with, from... With Matt Hardy. With Matt Hardy. And if you watch my show last night, Wednesday Night Markout, I had mentioned that Matt Hardy being with Private Party reminded me a lot of Michael Hayes being with the Hardy Boys back in 1999. And... Jump on real quick, Mark. I'm sorry to, to cut you off. Uh, did you hear the interesting fact about that? No. Matt Hardy is the same age that Michael Hayes was. When really? Managing, wow. Managing Hardy's. Really? Yeah, he was like 40 like wow. something. Yeah. Well, that just goes to show what Jack Daniels Whiskey would do to you because Michael Hayes looked like he was 70 and Matt Hardy <laughs> looks like he's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, damn right he does. So, so yeah. there was the... the now, that's going to lead us to our next match, which is kind of tied in together. The Elite. Uh, you're going to have the Young Bucks 
team up with FTR. We all know, we all know that at some point we're going to see those two teams face each other. But AEW's doing a slow build. Maybe they're trying to wait for fans to come back into the stands. Um, and they're going to take on the Lucha Brothers and Butcher and the Blade in an eight-man tag team match. Now, at the conclusion of last night, we saw um, FTR go to the ring after Page and Omega retained the titles, offered a beer, which, of course, Hangman was more than happy to oblige drinking, and Omega pours it out, thus getting, was it Dash or Dax, I, whatever their name, FTR, upset, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm very NXT with uh, the you know yeah. FTR, but Omega pours it out, and and then you have oh my gosh, you have a standoff uh, issue, and it was funny because Kenny Omega was with FTR, and he was yelling at Bucks and Omega, and this entire time I've been preaching to you guys and the viewers watching this at home, the issues between Page and Omega are done. Maybe they're not. Yeah. No, no, I think I, so, yeah. I, I, I was thinking about this before we got on the air. Everybody kind of planned on Paige being the one to betray Omega. I think it's going to be the other way around. It, yeah. it, it, I can't you think remember. the Bucks are going to one who let him down? No, I... I no, uh, all three I, of them. I, Omega. I just think Omega goes full heel because I can't ever remember a time where Omega was full heel, even in New Japan. I might have... I, I mean, I didn't watch New Japan... 100%, so I may have been missing something, and if, you know, someone in the comments wanted to tell me I'm missing something, please tell me. I mean, just but, Bullet Club, but they were so over that, like, they were still like, like, even by the Japanese yeah, crowd. Yeah, so, like. so, so, like, I wonder if they're gonna do something like that, where like, Omega, <laughs> and I guess this kind of ties into the conversation we were having just before we got on air, but Omega is called the best bout machine. He is the man. He is considered <laughs> the top guy in AEW when they started this whole thing. And He's okay. Mark, Mark has some words. He, but, he's okay. But, he's good. I like Omega. I'm, I'm a fan of Omega. When, when they started AEW, if they didn't sign, if Kenny Omega went to WWE as opposed to AEW, I guarantee you AEW wouldn't be half where, where they are because he was that important to that inaugural, you know, push. He was yeah, he was like group, the hottest yeah. dude. That like, makes me sick. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, but that. That's what that's that's exactly how it was. AEW needed his star power. He was he was getting New Japan. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, people in America yeah. watching New Japan. Like like think about that. Like how many times do you go to yourself and think, oh, I'm gonna watch New Japan Pro Wrestling? Not very often, because you just have so much wrestling in your face. But, but think he about was, like the broad appeal that he brought with like gamers, with CEO, Evo, rest in peace. I'm assuming I'm gonna I'm gonna date myself yeah, for video game fans because I think Evo's done today. <laughs> the nail got put in the coffin about an hour ago. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that shortly. But yeah, but yeah that, that just move on. I think Omega yeah, make a full I, heel turn. Yeah. Well, that, that's an interesting point because I always thought that Omega's on his side. It's just that Paige has a problem with the Bucks, specifically Matt. That that's true. But but I also think Kenny has this mindset where he just he's champ and he wants to be a wrestler and just wrestle. And Omega, uh, Omega, Paige is just so focused on being drunk and, and so focused on just doing whatever it is he wants to do. He, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna, I mean, he's, yeah. gonna he's gonna get fed up. He's just gonna get I mean, fed up. I mean, that's fair. I mean, look, look at the stadium stampede. Like he, but I think, he ran I think, away, I think Paige right? is so over. Like with normal fans, I think Paige is so over that Omega, you know, even if he's in the right of being mad, 
him attacking Paige will just generate mad sympathy and mad heat for for uh, uh, Omega. Yeah, I agree with, with actually Mark. I think you mentioned that last night on your Wednesday night markout. Check out YouTube.com entrance rank. Um, I think you mentioned that like he, he is the most over he, like star other than Cody. Like he, yeah, he's that guy. Yeah. I think he is, and uh, that that's why it would make sense for. I, I I don't think it's just Omega either. I think it's the Bucks, because you can't have Omega be healed because you know how close they are in real life mm-hmm. and on TV, and and, and look, we all want to see FTR versus the Bucks, but last night I was like, wow, that would be an interesting six man tag, FTR yeah. and Paige versus the Bucks and Omega, that would just be phenomenal too. So. They, yeah. they can drag out the one or the two-on-two tag match for another three months, four months, six months until mm-hmm. fans are in the stands, but they got to have these angles like they did last night. So I, I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, and if you ask me for my money, the main event of Futterfest night two, because Moxley and Cage got pushed to the week after, is going to be my man, Orange Cassidy, taking on... Le champion, Chris Jericho. Is this the match that Chris Jericho uses his star power to get over another talent? Every time he's had a chance to do so, he hasn't. Yeah, I, I think AEW is the, the place that it's working perfectly because if you remember in WWE, like Fandango won his WrestleMania. Technically, his first match was at his, WrestleMania right. as well. And he won against Jericho. And WWE still like shit the bet on that one so to have AEW who cares about Orange Cassidy who cares about the best friends and things like that I think this could elevate Orange Cassidy to a level that we have not seen yet I think he's so over I, he, he's someone you can latch on at any age like whether it be like a child to an adult I, 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 there, I there's an old saying you know like even in defeat you still win I think he'll lose the match, but yeah. I think he gets so like Jericho puts over his moves so great mm-hmm. that it, it'll just build up his whole stock. Like I, I don't see, I just don't see him winning the match. Like I, I just, I, I think you need to keep protecting Chris Jericho because he needs he needs another title shot. He, he's that that group, the inner circle has to be you know stronger because you know, sorry Carlos, but Santana Ortiz aren't living up yeah. to what they were in I mean, AEW. Yeah. And, and what you call it? Just lost. Hager just lost. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. got suspended. I hate when I'm right all the time. You really are right all the time. <laughs> and, and then there's the other guy. And then and then you know like there's just a there's a there's a hole in the inner circle now. So like they're they're entering very dangerous territory where their leader cannot look weak. Yeah, and I don't think Jericho like I don't think Jericho winning is a bad thing because I think. Like, no. similar to the Neville match, or, pardon me, um, Pac match, we're going to see, like, like a whole new side of Orange Cassidy that, if you didn't follow him in the indies, now you know, like, this guy's not just a sloth. But he is and he isn't. Like, he does have some offensive maneuvers, and he's going to, I think he's going to have an interesting dancing partner with Jericho. Jericho can go with anybody. Honestly, he's like that, he's similar to that Shawn Michaels, that Ric Flair, he can go with anybody. I agree. And, um... You know, I guess we should end AEW with um, with a quick headline. Uh, Jake Hager has been suspended by AEW for attacking the official last night. What did um, we pick? Yeah, yeah. So, real quick, um, 
Lance, are, we'll do a quick rundown, guys, because uh, we want to move on to NXT Great American Bash. So for night two, let's do a quick prediction. What, just shout out a name. Lance Archer, Joey Janela. Archer. Archer. Uh, Brody Lee and Colt Cabana versus SCU. Uh, Dark Order. Dark Order. SCU. I, I don't see Colt joining yet. Um, FTR and Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers and Butcher and Blade. Uh, Butcher and Blade, Lucha Brothers. Butcher and Blade and Lucha Brothers. I agree. I think they both teams need a win. More or less, Lucha Brothers for not being there for the last few months. But also, Butcher and Blade has been the job boys to the FTR the last couple yeah. times. Um, Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Jericho. Jericho. I, I'll go Jericho. I'll go Jericho. But there's something that tells me that they're gonna they're gonna strap the rocket to Cassidy. And then of course, um, Omega and Page versus um, Private Party for the World Tag Team Championship. Mega and Page. Private Party. I think I'm leaning towards Private Party as well. You, you sold me on that when I was watching uh, Wednesday Night Markout, YouTube.com. I, I have to thank you. <laughs> the only reason I think it's going to be plugging. Omega and Page is, is because that they teased that match between FTR, and that has to happen. They wouldn't, they See, wouldn't... I still go with, like, the Bucks or someone taking the belts off of Private Party, which is not a bad thing. Like, they hold it for, like, a month, and then all out to... We have FTR in the books. Oh, there was also one more match. Um, Nyla Rose versus someone to be announced. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? I thought she had an announcement to make. It, uh, it, it just says that, but I'm sure it's, it's on, on Wikipedia. I, I see what you're seeing. It says like TBA. Yeah. I mean, how, how like how crazy would it be if it's Tessa? <laughs> oh my god! If that if it's Tessa, it's Tessa winning. Tessa's going over. That's it. Of, of and course, the four of course. Are starting but like, <laughs> but like. But like, how how awesome would that be? To Nala Rose is a beast, and and if Tessa come out and drop her, like I'm not saying in a, in a quick fashion, but like, you know, stuns her because she wasn't expecting to see this chick, or maybe that crazy, what was the the crazy looking one, Absalom? Absalom? Oh, um, oh, oh my Abaddon. god! Yeah, Abaddon. Yeah. <laughs> that chick gave me nightmares, man. <laughs> she popped. That up was exciting though. My, yeah, she popped up on my my feed, and I was like, ah, god. Damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna, no. Carlos, I would, or Carlos, Nick, I would love if it's Tessa Blanchard. I'm going to tell you why it's not. Why would they do that on a taped show? Even though they've been great with not letting spoilers get out. Yeah, could I'll you imagine you. people going there, seeing Tessa, and it not being leaked? Ah, uh, I don't know. That's why, hey, man, I mean, they're the, doing the a better job is, than NXT. They're doing a better they, job than NXT they, with spoilers. They just got her in a trench coat and, and, and a top hat. I didn't read the NXT spoiler. All oh, I know man. is that some somebody said that a spoiler was leaked. There was a screenshot or a picture on Twitter that was quickly already. taken down. Yeah. And I, I investigated no further because I don't. I am enjoying the spoiler-free time that we're experiencing right now. Yeah. This yeah. has been great. This has been like, fantastic yeah, it, as a wrestling fan. It's unprecedented, especially like growing up in the '90s when like Raw was taped all the time, and you would watch Nitro, and they would just ruin it for you and things like yeah. that. I, I, the interesting thing I would say is, I wonder where the put to to speak about the spoilers for NXT because we're going to transition anyway. It was um, one of the guys in Malcolm Bivens' tag team. Indu Indu Sheer, right? One of the guys mm -hmm. is the one who took the photo. 
<laughs> I don't think that push is happening now. Nope, not anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I think that's going to be we, – we'll see them next year in 2021 get pushed again when they go back through Evolve, which we'll <laughs> talk about later. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll jump right into um, night two of NXT for the Great American Bash. Um, uh, briefly, we'll go over night one because we – we didn't make a video for that, did we? Uh, no. That's kind of right, thing. Well, we well, can do it well, real quick. I mean, yeah, important news. Tegan Knox won the Fatal 4-Way versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai. I was Kai surprised and by that one, man. I, yeah. I'm glad. Tegan Knox needs, you know, a little boost. Um, The rest of them can, you know, always they're always going to be there. I don't think Candice LeRae will ever go on the main roster because her husband probably will never go on the main roster. To. Yeah, they could be they could be just legends in that I'm just happy that, that she's, like, getting time on air. That, that's the good thing uh, for me. A real good match to watch, like a wrestling match, pure wrestling match. Timothy Thatcher defeated Orny Larkin in Dude. a singles match by submission. That Thatcher is a good is match. So good, man. Yeah, he, he is. He, and That's Orny's a match a to good watch dancing partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Rhea Ripley defeated Aaliyah and Robert Stone, of course. Because um, Robert Ro- Stone's uh, in-ring for, uh, debut. He hasn't uh, wrestled any Mark NXT. my words. Robert Stone will make Rhea Ripley a client. And it'll be so hilariously beautiful because she'll win despite him. I guarantee you. Oh, guarantee. The, the funny thing is, I'm, that, I mean, that was the impressive thing that he he had like a comedy, like a sort of comedy match after not wrestling since Impact. He hasn't like laced up the boost since Impact. He's been like a managerial sense, which was awesome. He's been on the the Titan Games, yeah, the Rock Show. Yeah, and that that that's been it. Like he hasn't done anything in ring until last night. I forgot he nice. was on that. <laughs> um, and next match, my guy Dexter Loomis defeated Roger Strong in a strap that match. Was a great match too, man. And if, uh, the main event saw Io Shirai defeat Sasha Banks with the help of Asuka with the Green Mist. Um, continuing their feud. Please, okay. Vince, Fatal Four Way. Please. Oh, what do you want for a four-way? So who? I want, I want, I want Io Shirai versus Oscar versus Bailey versus Sasha Banks. Give me that match. I want so, that match. That's probably gonna be a tag team. I bet you. Uh, oh yeah. But some Survivor Series is not too too far away, and they added NXT. Just so if we get Io Shirai, push, push all the chips Asuka into the center. Just, pu- just push all the chips. Mark doesn't Bailey. seem to like that idea. <laughs> I'm. I like, uh, listen, Io Shirai's okay. She's like the Kenny Omega of NXT oh women's God, division. Here we go again. <laughs> um, I, I'm really excited for Tika Knox, okay? Um, big fan uh, uh, of, basically, Tika Knox is going to be the next big thing in that company, in my opinion. Yeah, she's, she's been Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Right. She got the, her ass beat, lost all those matches, that big steel cage match earlier in the year. Just uh, against Dakota Kai, she, she's she's going to be built with a. Uh, she's gonna she's gonna be that next big female wrestler, and she's gonna beat Io Shirai, and then it's gonna be all Io Shirai can go up to the main roster and compete with everybody else who gets lost in the stupid creative up there. I mean, I, do you really want to graduate to Raw or SmackDown with who's running the show? No, you want to stay in NXT. That's why Sasha Banks and Charlotte are coming down to NXT to be used properly. So, sorry. Yeah. I, no. I, I did have a question. Did that, did anybody go through the car that was uh, by the stage? There was a white car parked by the stage. I saw the no, set. No, Loomis used that uh, to scare Roddy. Okay. Because, you know, the trunk. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was a wasted opportunity that nobody went through that car. That you know, well, Eddie Guerrero, John Cena, John Bradfall, uh, Bradshaw, Layfield, they would all be disappointed that nobody went through that car. I wonder if if they're saving it because last obviously because we know last night. Yeah. So. Especially because, all right, well, that we'll just hop right into it because I, I can't get over the fact that he just compared Io Shirai to Kenny Omega in a negative light. So, <laughs> so I'm, Not I'm negative gonna... light. They're, listen, Io Shirai is very talented. Kenny Omega is a great wrestler. I just think he's a little overrated, and I think Io Shirai is a little overrated. It's not saying the only one who thinks that. Yeah, it's it's not that they're bad. They're not bad. It just it's like I said. I said off air. If I had to pick between Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes, I'm taking Cody Rhodes. This is my style. That's that's all. Well, that leads us into our next match or our first match of night two. Uh, Mia Yim and Candice LeRae, they're building off of their you know fatal four way. Speaking of Tegan Knox and all that, they're having a street fight. So that could lead into the minivan being used. One, you know, one way or another. Um, do, do you guys enjoy the fact that they just rushed this together? You know, with with what they were given, essentially, with the Great American Bash being just you know brought up one week prior. You know, because when when um, Keith Lee won, usually they have on the background, you know, the, the promo or the logo of the pay per view. Who did Keith said, Lee face? What's up? Who did Keith Lee face? Well, when did he, he wrestle last match. night? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Two, okay. Two, two weeks ago gotcha, when he okay. had the, the triple threat match. I'm just My saying that's, how, that, that's just how poor WWE has planned right. this. How do you guys feel about them at least following up? Because, I mean, at least there's some continuity. They just had a match, um, and now they're having a street fight because they've been going at it for a couple weeks. With, with how quickly it was thrown together, I'm not shocked that NXT beat AEW in the ratings. That is it very was important such too, a yes. very well put together show at a last minute pace, which is surprising. And the set design itself shows how last minute it was because there is a banner that has the Great American Bash logo <laughs> from like the 2005 <laughs> with NXT got, just pasted on. Like, listen, it is terrible. They got it from under listen, the ring. listen here, rookies, okay? Yeah. The Great American Bash logo last night was on the shirt of Cody Rhodes as he yes, made his way was. to the ring. The font from the 1989 and 1990 Great American Bash, that font was on Co- the Great American Nightmare. That's my next shirt right there. Now, I marked out. I, 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 I marked that. Now, I watched my show about a half an hour late, so I could fast forward through commercials. When I saw that, I, I marked out, and I texted you guys right away. <laughs> I got my next shirt. <laughs> Dude, that shirt was everything. But, yeah, like I saw the banner. NXT with like the the like 2005 2008 you know like that logo the Tory Wilson just, one yeah and then and just the pasted NXT thing I was like you gotta be effing kidding me <laughs> like that's how so thrown together and then you hear what happened last night like damn this is actually good and then like the matches leading into night two like we're gonna go through them right now like they sound really good they, they are really good, but the, the sad part about it is I only have three batches in front of me that are confirmed, so we have no idea, you know, up until next week, if there's going to be two more matches, three more matches. I have five. If, I do have five listed. You have five? Okay, because yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I only got three. So the, yeah. I'll go I'll go with the, the other one, and obviously I'll leave the main event for last, but um, what, what you can fill in the blanks because I'm missing here. But we have Bree Zango and Drake Maverick. What is that? Versus. I don't so know. I'll let you... It sounded like Jumanji. It, yeah, it started. <laughs> that that yeah. was me. 
Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like looking around, like, where's the elephant? I'm trying to, I'm trying to get my mind spinning so who I can predict for these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who they're. <laughs> Let's not sorry. cut that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, oh. so, so, sorry to the audience. You know, Jumanji did not start in your living room. Um, so shit in the bed while they're driving. Ah, shit! I almost shit the bed. <laughs> this thing. I, you, you saw me stop. I had to. I was like, I was like, what? Robin, help me. Yeah. Um, so, we, so we have Brizango and Drake Maverick versus uh, El Legado del Fantisma, Santos Escobar, uh, Joaquin Wild, and Raul Mendoza in a six-man tag match. Um, are you guys impressed with how great the cruiserweight division has started to become? Even with just these two basically holding the whole division up? Cause I'm pretty sure 205 Live probably gets like 205 people watching it. So... Cruiserweight yeah. division is, is getting mad respect. I don't like that guy's name. It's too friggin' long. Other than that, we're good. What, Santos, Santos Escobar? Escobar? No, and, and Fantismo El Don Gennaro. No, that's, who, that's, well, that's the name that of their used, group now. That, yeah, that okay. used to be his name. His, de Fantismo, yeah. That, yeah, that's the group name. The but, Fantismo. But, 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 like, his, see, the cool thing about it is, is he denounced that name for yeah. Santos Escobar because... It, it, I think it's like a play on the Lucha Libre idea where I got to be this, you know, mask wearing, Spanish speaking, flipping around kind of guy. And he's like, no, I can be Santos Escobar, a strong, powerful cruiserweight champion, yeah. you know, that, that speaks English because that's his number one quality in my book um, for Vince. Not because I don't, I, Vince, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't us, care. Yeah. yeah. Like for us, we don't care. But for Vince to, to push that kind of. You know, skill set, the you know the lucha libre style is because he could speak English, just yeah, like Angel Garza. Yeah, and having uh, Raúl Mendoza and Joaquin Wild like just kind of like elevated with him helps them too, because like I felt like they were both kind of like floundering in NXT, yeah. especially Joaquin yeah, Wild. He he had like a lot of momentum coming from Impact. Yeah, so um, I guess. Uh, you, you'll fill in those blanks because I'm missing yeah. two matches here. Well, with, with that, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm sure we're doing our predictions, right? I'm going Le, uh, Legado de Fantasma. Uh, that, I was going to save that for that. I was, I oh, was, my uh, bad. Yeah, I was sorry. Yeah, yeah. We, we can do that. I'm sorry. So, uh, next confirmed match... Well, I said it hasn't been confirmed, but now. it's probably going to be official. Uh, Gargano versus uh, Swerve Scott. Oh, yeah, because they had to break each other up because yeah. Candice LeRae... Yeah. Um, I yeah. I guess I I mean there's really nothing to to go off of there other than you know it's it probably is Gargan- happened, like to it, fill it up yeah is Gargano gonna you know build Swerve Scott's you know star up like we were talking about between Jericho and Cassidy do do you think that yeah Gargano's it's that kind of guy for Swerve yeah I think it's gonna be a showcase even more so with Swerve like he can go with the cruiserweight guys but to go with like Gargano yeah if, if, if Gargano was at two hundred five he'd be the king of cruiserweights but then he'd he'd end up like you know Neville knowing his pock now. Where he's like the man and no one can dethrone him. Yeah. Until um, Enzo Amori comes back. What? God, he's like Voldemort. He, he should not should be named. <laughs> yeah. um, so what's that second match looking like? Uh, the next one we have Yim versus Candice LeRae for the street fight. Oh, no, we already talked about that. Yeah, we did talk about that. And then uh, Knox versus Shirai. Knox versus... Oh, so they, yeah. they, they, been, they fast been confirmed yet, they said. Uh, but oh, okay. they, they think it's going to happen next week. Well, well, see, that's interesting because... I can see Bailey and Banks still being there and messing that up somehow. Yeah, I, I would hold that as like a tag match. I, I it says it hasn't been confirmed. I wouldn't do that because 
we know the main event is winner takes all Cole versus Lee. Right. So, I mean, I guess at, the, at that point, do we think that, you know, the Undisputed Era is going to come out and do their usual stick? Or is, or when they come out this time, they're greeted by, you know, Dexter Loomis and others who have had issues with them because they've made a lot of enemies throughout the years? Yeah, that, that's, that'd be funny if, like, everyone just comes out. Like, Kevin Owens comes out for no reason. Like, y'all, <laughs> you hurt me one time. For the rest of your lives, I'm going to ruin it. So I guess the best thing to do is just go through the matches real quick. Um, Yim and Kansas LeRae, who you got? Uh, LeRae. LeRae. I'll give it to Yim. I, I think they like her a lot. And I think Candice LeRae I do, is... Man. They're I, both I, stars, but yeah. I, I just think Candice LeRae is, in, in the words of Cody Rhodes, a good hand. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> That's I guess I mean, I mean, will be the chairman me. of the board. Yeah, oh, right. God. No, she won't be that bad. Um, yeah, right. Brizango and Drake Maverick versus uh, Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde, and Raul Mendoza. Who you got? Uh, like, Negado de Fantasma. Yeah, them. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I saw it. He tried it. Like, in his brain. He tried I did. It. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, nah. Um, yeah. I, I'm you not know catching what? hands. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go with Brizango and Drake Maverick just for the fact that Maverick needs something to keep him relevant in the storyline other than him just getting his ass whooped every time. Because then how am I supposed to take him as a credible challenger? Like, he, he gets the sneaky goofy watch win. Much yeah, better. but he don't he don't have to take the pin. No, so. no, no. But I'm, say, but I'm saying, like, uh, that's true. I guess Brizango does. Brizango could take that pin. Yeah. But, but, uh... Or I'll, I'll, I'll stick. You know what? I'm gonna stick with it. I have a feeling about that one. I just yeah. feel like I can see Maverick not even pinning Escobar, but pinning Wild or Mendoza. You know, like you said, everybody in the main, you know, title picture can be protected. But I, I just feel I, like Maverick needs to MJF. Like MJF didn't eat that pin. Yeah. So you still technically on like not pinned or submitted in all of AEW. He only has two losses technically. Gargano okay. versus Scott. Gargano. 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 Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we don't know, so we're not even going to take a crack at it. Um, but, for, for you know what? For giggles, if the match does happen, Shirai versus Knox, who you got? Shirai. If it happens well, next week, Shirai. Who I think will win is Shirai, but who I want to win is Knox. So, yeah, Shirai. Yeah, I think Shirai as well. Unless, um, like I said, Banks and Bailey could still be there cost of that. Well, but uh, I'll, I'll go with Shirai. And then the, the main event, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole. Who you got? Did you guys read the spoilers? I did, nope. so I'm not going to vote. Okay, because I did not. I, I know that it's out there. I don't know who won. Yeah, um, I, I, that, that was, I clicked on the spoilers for all of us to see what, what the spoiler was because there was no indicator that spoiler was for this match. Oh, oh wow! Makes sense. That's what I'm saying. Like in new share, that push ain't happening anytime soon. O'Neal Larkin and uh, and all they're gonna win those tag titles before in new share. Who do you who do you got, Nick? I I want to listen what you say before I make my prediction. Um, I think it's going to be Keith Lee. For all the only reason being behind it is because I think Adam Cole is protected and made. Mm-hmm. And for as much as we poo-pooed on Keith Lee's title reign as North American champ, WWE loves him. And they're, I, th- I think if you're going to strap the rocket to somebody, 
do it to him. He's well-deserving. I could believe him, you know, beating Cole. He's much bigger than him. He's got this, you know, the speed for it. He's not obviously not faster than Cole, but he's got the speed to keep up with him. And it's just, you know, I, I can see the Undisputed Era has little cracks, and they've also had, you know, their own individual problems that they probably couldn't help Adam Cole as quickly or as efficiently because once they do, other people can get involved. So I'll go with Keith Lee. You stole my thunder. Um, Damn it. My point, my point was going to be that Adam Cole is protected. I want Adam Cole to win this match because the fan in me is so selfish that I want Adam Cole to be NXT champion forever. Um, and, and I'm going to say something that if you guys think it's inappropriate, I can edit it out. But I think that WWE really wanted to give Velveteen Dream a shot at being the world champion and with those allegations coming up maybe held back and I think Keith Lee getting this opportunity he is a man of color getting a world title opportunity I think Keith Lee is going to win it as well now I, I'm not saying that it's only because he's a man of color that's not my point no Lee, but Lee I put think the work in man yeah, he and, absolutely and, and I think that they've been if you watch NXT or Okay, if you're like me and you watch the highlights, um, they've been doing the vignettes with Adam Cole driving around in a limo with the rest of, um, you know, the rest of, uh, yeah. So they've been driving around, oh, you're, you're, you're one-year champion, and oh, yeah, toast here. And they've been building up how big of a deal that it was for Adam Cole that I think he's set to fall. And that's just, you know, that that's just me being a pro wrestling fan for 30-plus years. Uh, so I'm going to go with Keith Lee as well. Yeah, and, and, and to jump on you, I don't think it's negative to, to think that. I think Dream seemed like the likely candidate to dethrone Cole. And I think you're right. I think the allegations were a little much like, let's take the heat off of him. Because as, as I mentioned m- multiple times, he, he's, you know, there's a lot of allegations out there, but he seems the guy to be the biggest face in WWE. Mm-hmm. And when you have someone who's the, who was the biggest face in WWE, John Cena, saying that's the guy you got to look out for i think that puts a lot like at least to me as as, as a lifelong wrestling fan that was the guy i was looking at i was like I, the guy I, and then the allegations started happening and he got in a car accident last week and I was, I was about to say for me with dream they missed the boat they they should have pulled the trigger a long time ago mm-hmm. right after right after he had that whole hawk hogan impersonation um I, what was that against champa when he when he lost uh yeah yeah, so after we're talking that, about the NWO one, right? Was, no, yeah. wasn't it? Wasn't it? Um, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it? Um, Alistair Black? No. Yeah. I thought it was Alistair Black that he came out as Hogan. I think so. I think you're. right. I don't know. He, well, he, I might like, be wrong. He, he came out as Hogan a few times, but yeah. I'm talking specifically about the NWO. Okay. I think it was Black. I think that was Alistair Black. But I, I think you're right, though. I think like with, with everything that was going on with him, I think it was smart to. Focus on someone else. It was against Champa. It was against Champa. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it, it was it was smarter to focus on someone else and having like Lee. He's gotten his luster back. Like I mentioned in the past couple weeks. Even I know they're wrestlers in the stands, but even that, just having someone like be audible when he's there, right. has helped tremendously. Because there was that dip. I felt like when there yeah. was no fans. Like I felt there was a dip with him for some reason. I was with you guys. 
Yeah, he's, and when they started letting like developmental talent, like I feel like it just it skyrocketed back up. So did they make an announcement that when this winner takes all, I would imagine that the winner's gonna take the world title. Are they gonna have some tournament for the North American title, or have they made any indication with what with what they're gonna do, or do they plan on having? I, I you mean, know, Becky two belts yeah. over here. No, I, I think I think yeah, they're gonna just. Like I, I think they're just gonna have him carry two belts because, I, I mean, they haven't made any indication from what I've heard, but I'm just going basically off of what the past has told me, and whenever someone wins both belts, you know, they usually, either relinquish one like you said, which I don't know if Keith Lee will do, um, or they take on the challenge of defending both, you know, a la Kurt Angle. Then, then I'll make this prediction. It would storyline wise, it would make sense if Cole wins, but I think they could do it for Keith Lee too. Loomis is winning the North American title. <laughs> that guy, Dexter Loomis, is going to be the North, the next North American well, champion. Well, you know what? Like I said, it, 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 I could see, I could see Keith Lee eventually, you know, letting it go too, and, and having a tournament because he could easily be like, I want to focus on being the NXT champion. You know, I've done everything I could with this belt, and then, like you said, have a tournament. Because you have, you know, eight to ten wrestlers that you could fill those brackets up like that. But, yeah, but then, have, wouldn't, yeah, it be, wouldn't it be a cooler storyline if Adam Cole won the match and he's like, I don't want this puny little belt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I, I, there was something similar, I think, in Impact. I think someone, one is the EC3 or something, like, won a belt. He's like, I don't want this belt. Or Eli Drake, I think, like, I don't want this belt. I don't need this X Division title. I want the world title. Screw this! And then he like he got cocky and he lost both. <laughs> but uh, I yeah, that'd be interesting. I I because now we well we have Bailey two dose belts. We have Bailey dose belts. Yeah, Becky won last year. You know all all the titles. I hated how that was hand fisted. That was the only bad thing about that match. That and how it was like what one o'clock in the morning when we were watching that. Yeah, and uh, Ronda's shoulders were on the mat. But other than that, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could just talk about how, you know, Evolve got bought. That was something Carlos mentioned before the show. Um, yeah, that so broke uh, an hour before go right started. On. Uh, go yeah. Right yeah, let me, uh, let me pull it up here. I have it uh, from uh, PW uh, Insider. Uh, WWE acquires Evolve Wrestling complete details. Um, it's from Mike Johnson at PW Insider. He's the best. Let me just say that right now. I've been a, I've been a paid member of PW Insider Elite for since 2005, and it's 46 or 50 dollars a year, something like that. I, whatever, I, I pay it, and he is the best at, at. He might not always be the first, but he's always right. So, sorry, I, I, go ahead. I will say I, I understand why you pay for it. There are so many ads on this website. <laughs> there's so many ads. I, I there's so much. Why why there's so many ads? <laughs> Cause, cause, cause he's right. He's, yeah, he's not like. He look, yeah. He's not like Meltzer. Meltzer go. Oh, the sun rose in the east today. No fucking shit, it did. I, like, <laughs> like he just says. Oh, like, like no offense. The the story that you mentioned earlier. WWE brass is upset at Taz. No shit, they're pissed off at Taz. Yeah. He basically called him a shit show. So like. I, yes, I get it. Like I could start a wrestling website and say, "Oh yeah, uh, Keith Lee is uh, he's standing strong tonight." Uh, duh, you know, yeah. whatever. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, it's fine. I mean, we no. lost Nick. <laughs> <laughs> <Did> we? <laughs> no. I, I can see Melter in his little black book. 
the entrance ramp podcast. <laughs> Never going on this shit, show. <laughs> well, yeah. So I mean, they got the video library. I think that that is the biggest thing for Evolve. They've had 146 events over its lifetime. Um, the final one took place on the first of March. Um, they'll be able to do stuff on the network. Um, I actually uh, just. Just kind of surveying Mike's uh, article. Yeah, you know, why? Like, why would they still be there? Like, why wouldn't they just shut down and WWE would just take their library? And yeah. then you have a young pool of talent for NXT, and then you get the other names up on the main roster. Not that I want to see the names on the big roster, but you know, you have like a feeder system. You know? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, and so I, the only thing I can assume is treating NXT as a true third brand, not a de- developmental that even that a lot of people still feel and then having Evolve be the developmental. That's the only thing I can think of. Correct? I mean, that's how you would see it, right? Yeah, I, I would. Um, you're right. You're right. Yeah, and I think I think WrestleMania weekend just kind of being just taken down, I think that was the biggest nail in the coffin for Evolve. Well, yeah. Think of all the, like, even Ring of Honor probably lost, I mean, how much money did they lose by not competing WrestleMania weekend? Yeah, I mean, that that's a lot. There was so many things, like, set up for that weekend, and everything was just canceled. And, I mean, it had a 10-year lifespan. That's pretty amazing. And, and just reading Mike's article, I mean, if you look at this, like, like the pool of, like, um, like matches he gets to, you get to watch, I mean, soon, I'm assuming soon on the network is going to be interesting. I mean, like, You'll have matches featuring Daniel Bryan, Sabu, The Young Bucks, Mia Yim, A.R. Fox, Eddie Kingston, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Austin Aries, Walter, Zack Sabre Jr., Cedric Alexander, Ethan Page, Trent Beretta, and countless other matches, like seeing people where they were before. Like, I think Daniel Bryan wrestled the first Evolve match in 2010. I'm like, and he wrestled the first ROH match ever, the first few. Like, that's interesting. <laughs> Once they buy that library, you just watch all wrestling history, all major wrestling history, <laughs> right? All the network, nine ninety nine. <laughs> well, didn't you have so- something planned for us at the end of the show, Carlos? Uh, yeah, yeah. I had, uh, I had uh, a closing thought. Is a cool thing I saw, but that that's a little bit in. And then I had this fun promo thing. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. I got, I forgot I got a really shitty computer. So <laughs> hold on one second. <laughs> I know somebody in IT that might be able to help you out with that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Hook me up with something. All Two right, thousand dollars. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see. Uh, that's my entire screen. There we go. Let me see if I can share this. No, let me know when it pops up on the screen. You got it right there. All right. All right. So here we go. This is one of those fun little internet things. So these are pick three promos out of easy done. It's the breath are getting white. Done. Done. I I I was done pretty quick as well, and then I second guessed myself, and then I was done again. I always second guess myself because of Punk's answer, but I want to go. Let's go with Nick first. Well, why do I got no? Wait, wait, go go Mark first because I'm go actually Mark thinking first. about okay. this. It, yeah, it's yeah, three. Yeah. It's three. And the rest get wiped away from history because <clears throat> I have oh, four. Wait, 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 wait! You didn't add that caveat. Look, it's on the right. It says pick three promos to save. The rest will be wiped from history. I wasn't reading. I didn't know. I didn't read in school. <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Okay. And um, I, I'm I won't make this long, but I had to give some reasoning. First of all, hard times. If yeah. you are a fan of pro wrestling, 
Even Maria Menounos knows the Hard Times promo. Maria Menounos, a big wrestling fan, quoted the Hard Times promo, I think when she was hosting the uh, red carpet of the Hall of Fame one, one year. Hard Times, number one. Number two, Pipe Bomb. Ugh. The last great WWE promo. I'm sorry. Mark Henry's retirement was very good as an honorable mention. I love that one. Pipe Bomb. And then, while I love Cream of the Crop, you get to be the cream of the crop. (sighs) The fact is, that was done on uh, regional TV, a syndicated TV show that was recorded... We all saw it, but it was not in front of an audience. It wasn't a big major. It was just cool how he kept coming up with the stupid creamers all the time. So I'm going to go Austin 316 because Austin 316 was the one that changed everything. So hard times, pipe bomb, and Austin 316. Okay. Jesus Christ, Mark, you stole my thunder. I, that's exact. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Just, just word for word, because I love the cream of the crop promo. It might be my favorite promo in terms of just how he just keeps going. But like, I, I agree with Mark when it when it's in front of like all three of those things were major components to wrestling that we will talk about until the end of time. I can live without Total Divas. I can live without One Night Stand. Talking Smack was great, but I could live without it because it does. It didn't change anything about the Miz. Armageddon um, is like a comedy. Ar- Armageddon is hilarious because it's The Rock at peak rock, and yeah. then the retirement one is great because it was such, a, such swerve. a swerve, man. It was oh, such a goodness. swerve. I thought. I thought. And that I thought, said a good. That said like a good like couple of matches with like Henry and Cena. Once he once he slammed him and, and screamed down, "You think I'm done? I got plenty left in the tank." I was like, "Ooh, I felt that. Yep. I like that." Yeah, but like, man. but like Mark said, if you love wrestling, everybody, every person on the face of the planet knows Dusty Rhodes' Hard Times promo. Like, you just can't miss it. The pipe bomb, like Mark said, just to you know, I guess reiterate is basically the last great promo. I mean, I'm sure I could find one that was was a great promo or a really really good one, but like, Punk set the world ablaze. That thing went up and it was like setting fire to a film reel it just kept going and obviously austin 316 you know sparked a movement sparked the attitude error you had you know jake the snake roberts one of the greatest wrestlers of that generation wrestling steve austin and he basically treated him like a piece of crap yeah he called yeah. him a piece of crap yeah told, told him to get the, that piece of crap out of my ring like it, it was just great so i, I i'm gonna go I, i'll tell you my top three so i'm gonna go backwards Armageddon is funny. It is great. It, I mean, running down all the... I did it, I did it for The Rock. I did it for <laughs> Family. Like, I was thinking of Kane. Like, everything about it was great. Uh, Cream of the Crop is classic. I love it. Like, it's so good. And my, It's like peak Macho Man for me. Um, Talking Smack, man. Watching that live was crazy, man. That... that I've always been such a lifelong Miz fan. And to, like, get that and see that, like, why... For everyone else to see why I love him was, like, great for me. Yeah, but what that promo doesn't ring out to me. Like, I, can you give me a quick rundown of what what he said? That was it was just was that real. when he was it was, was just, that it when was he was just, against was Daniel Bryan, right? Yeah, it was yeah, Renee yeah, Young and okay, was, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When, yeah, when he yeah. just he, he he blended the lines of reality and fiction, which right. is what you want to do as a wrestler. Right. But yeah. like I said, the, the my problem with that one is just it got him nowhere. He didn't win right. the world title. He didn't win you know the Money in the Bank and then sneak 
in a, a world title. Like it, it, yeah. it just it just led him to be in the Intercontinental Champion a little longer. We 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 got a semi blow off match, and then he became Shane McMahon's bitch. Like yeah, that that, that that's why it kills me. Like hard times that put that put Dusty Rose right on the map. Pipe yep. bomb, you know that that put CM Punk right on the map. Austin three sixteen that well, put Austin right on the map. The Hard Times promo, Dusty Rhodes was on the map, but the Hard Times promo basically said what happened in life. You know, there was that one part of it where he goes, um, you're going to work for 30 years, they're going to give you a watch, kick you out the door, a computer took your place. And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, sell checkout lines in supermarkets. I mean, a computer right. took your place. <laughs> right, like, right. Yeah, man. No, no, definitely. But I, but I, I don't mean, like, made him in the sense of, of a wrestler. Yeah, right. But like, but, like, before that promo, I mean, most normal, like, an average person probably couldn't tell you anything about Dusty Rhodes. Right. An average person will tell you about that promo. Because yeah. he's the son of a plumber, baby. Yeah, yep, like, exactly. he, he didn't look like Ric Flair. You know, Ric Flair had every promo. Ric Flair, you know, rolled out of bed with a promo. Hell yeah, man! So um, that's this that, is great, though. Yeah, so we, continue. I wish we had uh, another honor, one. <laughs> I know, right? Continue. Uh, honor mentions that retirement one was awesome for me. I love that. I love that swerve. Yeah. I, I believed it, man. I really believed that Henry was done. I'm like, man, he's been around forever. Like, this is a great way to go out. And if I had I'll to pick an honorable mention, it'll be the cream of the crop. Yeah, that that is just how you do a promo. You do a no. promo like that. It, and who was feeding him those creamers? Where was he getting them all from? I, 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 yeah, I, right? I blame Gene. Me and Gene was giving them. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Sir, Here you go, brother. Uh, Sir Alfred Hayes is giving them. With his tea. Uh, <laughs> now, this is where my list is going to get a little controversial, right? Because now I'm, I'm doing personal. So I recently, like earlier, because Punk mentioned for him, it was Hard Times, Austin 316, and he called it Pop. Pipe bombshell, which is the total divas one for his wife. I watched the the pipe bombshell this morning, and I watched his. The pipe bombshell is great. What does it wrong compared to her husband's is Cena didn't talk at all. He just sold his injury in the ring. He was stayed quiet. The Bellas are constantly yapping during AJ's promo and AJ has a fire promo like it's amazing and it's so like I was an AJ fan from day one I was even more so after this promo and it was amazing but that's that thing killed me I don't know I was watching it again and I was like I, I wanted to put it in the top three I couldn't I just can't it's, it's it's a great promo the the problem I have with that besides mm-hmm. the Bella's yapping is that like I never felt like they got that comeuppance you know yeah, the Bellas. The, the Bellas still yeah. became. You know the. They, like Total think about it. Nick, Nikki Total Bella. The thing. Nikki Bella headlined the first ever women's pay per view against Ronda Rousey. Huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? That's the hard thing. So my honorable mention is Austin three sixteen because what? I think I I know honorable I, mention. Yeah, I think <laughs> Austin would have still had something crazy happen and he would have been a star no matter what. My top three are Hard Times, One Night Stand, and Pipe Bomb. Pipe Bomb for me is like everything I think every wrestling fan was feeling at that moment. I think like we all agreed like this business will be better when this man dies, but it will be too late because this idiotic son-in-law is going to take over, which NXT is really great with Triple H at the helm, so I don't know how true that is. So we have that. But, like, everything, saying hi to Coca Cabana. It's like, I'll go to ROH. I'll go to New Japan. Like, just blurring that line. 
killing that line, wearing the Stone Cold shirt, which I guess we wouldn't have that if it wasn't for the Austin 316 promo. Done! You just... <laughs> I know, I know. But One Night Stand, man, I, like, being such an ECW fan growing up, and that was just such a rallying cry for the beginning of that. That was great. And Hard Times, that, that needs to be, if you're going to be a wrestler, you watch that. That's what you watch. The, the best part about the One Night Stand promo was when uh, he goes... The only reason John Bradfall, Bradshaw Layfield was champion was because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays. That was yep. <laughs> that line is great. That was the best. That was, I love it. I, for, I forgot about that. Uh, it was yeah. It was it was a great promo and and you know, I I think everybody misses Punk, but I think Punk doesn't miss the fans. I mean. If he I don't did, think he needs us. I think that's the thing. Yeah, yeah and and that, and that's fine. And it, it, you know, as you can see, it's kind of died down. Obviously, there's no more fans to chant CM Punk. So yeah. it's like, yes. <laughs> but yeah. can, you, can you imagine they started CM Punk chant? It's just the wrestlers. <laughs> oh my god! Everybody, you're all fired. Get out of here. That would be awesome. Shotzi Blackheart just yelling CM Punk, CM Punk from her little pink. <laughs> oh my god, that would be uh, great, man. But yeah, I thought that'd be fun. I, I wanted to spring that. I, w- I was thinking about telling you guys earlier. I was like, nah, nah, we can spring it during the show because it'd be more fun. That was a fun way to end the show. I mean, we, we talked about Futterfest Night 2, Great American Bash Night 2, and we had a nice little rundown of the greatest promos. Even though Carlos was wrong, it's okay. And, you know, we can't be right all the time. We all uh, make mistakes. <laughs> but listen, next week we're going to come back with week two of Futterfest and Great American Bash. And um, we're going to catch the follow up videos, you know, Mondays, yes. Wednesdays and, and Fridays. Carlos yeah. will have his his rundown of Smackdown tomorrow. Um, you know, whatever the hell that is. I guess Bray Wyatt, the swap manager, is back. Yeah, I guess. so. Uh, we'll see. God, they, they just like stretch shit out, don't they? Like, let's see yeah. how long. I, I guess. I mean, listen, if, if you're going to do something like where uh, Bray Wyatt is like Mick Foley, where he has all these faces and hats. He can yeah. put on so he can always protect the fiend. Then I guess I'm okay with it. Yeah, that's fair. As long as it, as long as it's played up, like I mean, Mick Foley walks, so Matt Hardy and him could run. So we'll see. Yeah, that makes Matt, sense. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> Matt, <laughs> I was okay, right. Hart, like Matt Hardy well. got like he got this three faces of, of Hardy thing going on, which I which is kind of cool because you know you never know who's gonna show up. I like that you get to vote. That's my favorite thing with AEW. You get to vote with Matt Hardy. <laughs> I like it. I just like when he does the Damascus and when he does on the, the BTE. We talked about oh. that off air. Where he pauses when he pauses there. the video and then they go into the wrestling term. That's pretty funny. They yeah, should be yeah. doing that on AEW with Damascus, but and, like, the I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we, we, we talked for an hour and we will do it again next week. Hopefully we'll, we'll have Remy back with us. But for Carlos, Nick, I am Mark, and we will see you all next week on The Entrance Ramp. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Entrance Ramp Podcast. Please like us on Facebook at the Entrance Ramp Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at the Entrance Ramp Pod. And subscribe to us on YouTube by searching for the Entrance Ramp Podcast. We'll see you next time.